You're listening to Sacks in the Basement, a production of the Broadcast Basement Limited, where every show is 30 minutes of good and comes from a basement bar on the south side of Chicago. Pull up a stool, pour a cold one, and join us right now for Sacks in the Basement. Heard everywhere podcasts can be found and always at SacksInTheBasement.com. Welcome down to my basement on the south side of Chicago and pull up a stool at my nine-foot homemade oak bar and pour yourself a cold one. My name is Chris Lanuti and you are at Socks in the Basement, the podcast for fans, by fans, found everywhere podcasts can be found and always at SocksInTheBasement.com and proudly sponsored by the fine folks over at Cork and Carry at the Park, 33rd in Princeton. Go get some great food right now and check out the menu. All the greats, all the south side food, All the ballpark delights you could imagine, from hot wings to wraps to sandwiches to award-winning burgers, hot dogs, you can sit back and enjoy a game just like you would in a normal setting, and so very much more. Grubhub or direct at corkandcarryatthepark.com. The White Sox are in the middle of a six-game road trip with four against Anaheim, and they lost the last one last night big. Things have a way of coming back to average, and after the White Sox, trounced the Royals with two double-digit victories. They got beat 12-4 last night. The Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim have the best record in all of MLB, 19-6. It's a 7-6-0 win percentage. But the White Sox aren't half bad themselves, 16-10 so far, and looking to even up this four-game series with Game 2. Dallas Keuchel takes the mound. And a special treat today and for the rest of the series here in Anaheim, Joe Binder. From Sox on 35th, the world-famous blog doing post-game analysis, box scores, and more, helping us bring this simulated season to life, will be joining me at some point during this game and every other game this weekend. So sit back, relax, pour a cold one. Let's head out to Anaheim right now for game two of a four-game set. White Sox, Angels, now. Welcome to Southern California, Anaheim to be exact, as the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim at 19-6 hosts the Chicago White Sox sitting at 16-10. And And this is another White Sox simulated game as part of a full White Sox simulated season brought to you by Sox in the Basement and SoxInTheBasement.com. Hello everybody, my name is Chris Lanuti and in this simulation, Shohei Otani is back from injury and gets the pitch and hit. So he's pitching tonight. He's got five starts with a one and three record, 5.28 earned run average with 30 and two thirds innings, 27 hits, seven walks over that period of innings for a 1.17 walks and hits per innings pitch. That's his whip. Tim Anderson with a day off today. So Leary Garcia gets the start at short and will also be leading off in place of Anderson. He hits from the left side today. As Otani's a righty in the first pitch, a four-seamer high for a ball. 1-0 the count, and the game is underway. Garcia had his second home run of his season last night. He got that in garbage time, essentially. The White Sox were down big. They end up winning 12-4, the Angels do, over the White Sox. Sox lost the opener. Swung on a split finger, low and outside. 1-1, one one, 54 degrees, partly cloudy, 4-mile-an-hour winds blowing in slightly from center field although it is swirling again. A little warmer today, not overcast. A beautiful sky out there, but chilly in Southern California, which is abnormal. Four-seamer at the knees catches the zone, one and two to Garcia. Otani in a pitcher's count 
with the first batter and his next delivery is low and outside. The count evens at two. The Indians already lost out in New York. They were down five to one as we get late starts in comparison to the rest of the country as we're out here on the West Coast. So most scores are going to be finals. Inside pitch misses three and two to count. The count is full now to Garcia who's hitting 300 and leading off today in place of Tim Anderson and also playing shortstop in game two of this four-game set. Otani checks the sign, the pitch on the way. Sent out into left field, trailing back is Upton underneath it. He'll make the catch, and there's one gone. The Angels are the hottest team in all of baseball. We've been talking a lot about how the White Sox are one of the best offenses, have one of the better pitching staffs. It's always one of the best towards the top. The team that's at the top is the team we're playing right now is Yasmani Grandal comes in. He's catching today, batting from the left side, and he's going to be in the two-hole. A little slightly different lineup as Grandal's pulling himself out of his slump lately. He had three home runs over his last two starts and then took yesterday off. He's up to 234 now he's hitting. Takes a ball outside, 1-0 the count with one out in the top of the first inning. Otani with the delivery. Check swing, held off, low split finger, 2-0 the count. The Angels lead the league in a lot of big categories. They have the highest on-base percentage of any team, the highest slugging percentage of any team, the most runs scored in all of baseball, the highest batting average in all of baseball. Their offense is a juggernaut. And their pitchers also. We're not talking about guys that are like, you know, third on the list or fourth on the list like the White Sox are in MLB. This is one of those rare teams that early on is doing better than what the Sox are doing. And they took it to us last night. A slider is fouled off. The count has gone even to Grandal. Two and two. The pitch. Foul back. Interesting to look at the crowd here in this game. I lived in SoCal for a while. In this weather, I'd be walking around in a t-shirt. Maybe a fleece. They're in parkas out there. They don't know how to handle it. A low fastball swung at and missed inside. Otani sits down Grandal. Swung at a bad pitch trying to protect. And there's two outs quickly here in the first inning. This was going to be a tough series no matter what. And the White Sox have had some easy competition over the last couple of series. We're going to talk a little bit about that and a lot of things overall over the next couple of days with Joe Binder. The founding member of Sox on 35th, the world-famous blog that is recapping all these games, will be joining us in just a little bit here and hanging with us this entire weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, out here in Anaheim. 0-1 the count to Abreu. The next pitch on the way outside misses 1-1. Abreu has scored six times in the last four games. He had two solo shots last night as he tried to will the White Sox into that game, but it was all for naught. Giolito started to struggle, and then when Jimmy Cordero came in with a chance to shut down the opposing batters for the first time all year, a White Sox reliever came in and could do nothing. It was like throwing gasoline on a fire. Things went bad real quick. The White Sox lost yesterday. One and two now the count, and the pitch on the way. Outside, two and two. The Braves hitting 304. One of the things the White Sox have done very smartly with opposing pitchers is get deep in the counts as he sends this one deep into center. Trout's going to run back and catch it right in front of the track near the mountains out there in center field. One, two, three go the White Sox in their first set. 
against Otani. We go to the bottom of the first with no score. Looking at the flags, the wind picking up a little bit more coming in directly from center field. Dallas Keuchel takes the mound. Five starts so far. Three and one with a 4.66 earned run average over 29 innings. He has 30 hits, 10 walks for a 1.38 whip, 29 strikeouts. He's been solid in every game except for his last game. He had a very difficult time out there. And now he's got Andrelton Simmons leading off, hitting 318. And the lefty Keiko goes to work against the righty Simmons. He's going to ground one the second. Nice play by Madrigal out in the right field grass. He had to go a long way to cut that ball off. Spins and throws to Abreu. He has been so much fun to watch defensively. Something we're going to talk to Joe Binder from Sox on 35th about at some point this weekend. Don't know if we'll get to it today. But we are going to talk about the rookies, Robert and Madrigal, their contributions and whether or not so far their stats make sense and the way they're playing makes sense in this White Sox simulated season. We're going to analyze this a little bit. David Fletcher comes up hitting 272, had himself a game last night. Takes an inside cut fastball, 1-0 the count. So there's one out now in the bottom of the first inning. Looking around the diamond, Rondal's behind the plate. Abreu's at first, Mandrigal's at second. Larry Garcia's at short. Third base has got Yohan Mancada back in the lineup after a night off last night. This one's flied out to left where Aloy Jimenez is, and he makes that out. Center field, Luis Robert. And right field, Nomar Mazzara. With two outs, Mike Trout comes up. He's hitting third tonight. So they flip things around a little bit in the middle of their order when you have a lefty up there. So instead of Rendon batting third like it was last night, it's Trout with two outs. And Keuchel delivers. Chopped down the third baseline, charging his Moncada. Not going to be able to get him. A close play, but Trout is quick. It was like a bunt. It just started to die. By the time he grabbed it, it was halfway between third and home and possibly even closer to home. Very difficult play when you're playing back on a guy like Trout, not expecting a dribbler like that. So a dink hit, infield hit for Trout with two outs, and Rendon now comes up hitting 287, three home runs, including one last night, 19 RBI in the season. Won the Silver Slugger Award last year. And he's their big acquisition. They made several here, including a new manager in Joe Madden. They are a much improved team, leading the AL West and all of the majors right now. Rendon is 4 for 12 lifetime against Dallas Keuchel. And he's 0-1 in the count as he takes a pitch inside for a strike. Keiko looks in the Grandal, gets the sign, the pitch on the way. High, two-seam fastball taken, 1-1 the count. The Dodgers are out east, so that's a California team not in California right now. They're playing their games earlier than normal. They beat up on the Pirates 7-3 today in Pittsburgh. Inside two-seamer taken for a ball, 2-1 the count. Trout with a nice lead. He's got good speed. Doesn't steal as often as you would think. Cut fastball inside, 2-2 two two the count. Yesterday was interesting for how the Angels brought out their pitchers. Basically using three starters, each taking three innings apiece. Because that's foul down the first baseline. And Dries went, Bundy went, and then Tehran went. Bundy and Tehran were starters last year in other organizations. They're in the pen here as they're flush with pitching 
in Anaheim. The 3-2 pitch on the way, he misses, and he walks Rendon. So after getting two outs, Keuchel now has two on. The three and the four hitter. And has to work a little harder in the first inning than he wanted to. Only 11 pitches so far. He makes that strike. It's a very efficient inning. But now Tommy LaStella's up. He's hitting 329. Where did this guy come from? He had a big night last night as well. And the lefty stands in against the lefty Keiko with two on and two out in the bottom of the first. He fouls this one off down the third base line into the crowd. We've seen a lot of stadiums so far early on. The netting that runs down the foul poles here in Anaheim, and in fact, it only goes past the dugout here, is very pronounced. It stands out more. Swing on an inside changeup, one and two now to Listella. He went around on a bad pitch, but he got fooled. Way too inside to even look at. Instead, he swings. The pitch on the way from Keiko now, lifted out in the right field. Mazara moves over towards center, calls off Robert, puts the glove up, and puts the catch away. And that's the third out of the inning. So the Angels threaten, but at the end, no score either team. Going into the second here in Anaheim. And Yoan Moncada comes up hitting 348, batting lefty today against the right-handed pitcher. Delivery from Otani kicks off this inning. A four-seamer hits the outside corner of the plate. They have a shift on today for Moncada. I have not seen him shift it on a lot. Rendon's at short. You got your shortstop, Simmons, directly behind second. Second baseman's out in shallow right field. Joe Madden loves the shift, and I've seen more shifts here against White Sox batters than I've seen at any other time. And now Moncada does exactly what he should do. He puts it right where the third baseman would have been standing and rolls it out in the left field. He does exactly what he needs to do. He put it right on the ground, about six feet in front of the plate, down the third base line, and took what they were giving him and put himself on with a leadoff single. And that's exactly what you do against the shift. The 269 Aloy Jimenez comes up and immediately fouls one directly back, standing on the A symbol behind the plate. It is caught by the catcher. One pitch, one out for Jimenez. Makata remains at first pace. And Edwin Encarnacion comes up, hitting 265 with nine home runs and 20 RBI so far this season. Batting in the sixth spot. Makata with a lead at first. The pitch from Otani, low, outside, for Seymour, 1-0 the count. He leads the White Sox, and he's up towards the top of the leaderboard in the majors. Next pitch on the way. When it comes to home runs, slider inside, 2-0. Joe Binder, Sox on 35th, joining us shortly here. On Sox in the basement, we're going to talk a little bit about how this has been going and how close it is, in his opinion, to what really would be happening in the 2020 season at this point. We're going to talk a lot about our bullpen, which has been really good with the exception of the blow-up last night. 3-1 and one now, the count to Encarnacion as he lays off one on the inside corner. Mazzara stands on deck, hitting a paltry 186. He has been a disappointment early on. Mancada leads off a first with one out in the top of the second. And Encarnacion swings at a bad pitch in on the hip that was ball four, and he's upset about it, shakes his head. Steps out of the box. Realizes he made a mistake there to be two on. Steps back in. Otani takes the sign and the pitch on the way is high. He laid off that one. Encarnacion was like, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. And he walks down the first base with a wise take on a 3-2 count. Mazzara, the lefty, steps in. 
having a very, very rough month of April with his brand new team. First and second, one out. Slider down the middle taken. 0-1 the count. Encarnacion at first. Makata at second. And they're not able to use the shift they normally use against Mazzara. Teams have been doing it all year. This one's grounded right back to the pitcher. Though. Simmons will take the throw at second and send it over to first. He actually gets the bat without the shift, so he hits right into where the guys are standing. Midway through to second. No score, and Justin Upton comes up here now to lead off the bottom of the second inning. He's hitting 391. He has a 16-game hit streak. Seven home runs at this point in April. He has been a stud at the plate. The righty stands in and takes a changeup outside. He checks it up, 1-0 the count. He's 4 for 17 with two strikeouts lifetime against Keuchel. Who's done well with him overall is Upton, hitting near 400, starting every day. He's having a great start to his season. The 2-0 pitch now on the way is fouled back. Cut fastball, so 2-1 the count. Friday night in SoCal. It's a pretty good crowd here tonight. High two-seam fastball, 3-1, and and they all saw the highlights last night when this offense, the best in baseball, Sox are one of the best, but this is the best in baseball. Took it to the Chicago White Sox in game one. The 3-1 pitch to Upton on the way. Check swing. It gets over the plate. 3-2 and two the count. I think I invented a word. I went with got and gets all at the same time. I got gats. That's a good accent right there. Figure out that one for $100. Inside two-seamer. He takes it and he walks down to first base. So Keuchel walks the leadoff hitter. After putting two on with two outs in the first, the name of the game for Dallas after the last start is don't get yourself into major trouble. He was cocky, dominant, up until his last start where he was outdueled. And now Brian Goodwin comes in. The 237 hitter bats from the left side. Keuchel throws one high for ball one, one to know the count. Next offering just misses a two-seamer tailing away. Umpire says it does not get enough of the plate. 2-0 the count. Keiko checking the runner, Upton. Not a serious threat to go. Goes outside again. This one is fouled off down the third base line. He's using the two-seamer. He's trying to pound the outer portion of the zone against Goodwin. This time he comes in and Goodwin inside-outs it in the right field for a base hit in front of Mazzara. Upton moves up 90 feet to second base. First and second with no outs here in the bottom of the second. We've been watching the White Sox through this point in the season do this to other teams. Take your time. Nibble, 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 strike. And the Sox were able to hold it off for the most part, but at some point last night, the floodgate opened. And then the Angels were all over us. They got two out on the first inning, and they got two out in the second inning. Albert Pujols is up. Batting eighth, he moved up in the order tonight. At 282 is his average. One and one the count as he takes one at the knees. He has scored over his career 1,842 runs to this point. A great career, but a big contract that has him still on this team. Banning towards the bottom of the order, he swings and misses at a changeup below the knees, one and two. But he's still extremely effective. He plays every day, and he's hitting the 280s, and he's dangerous. Keiko delivers. Chop back foul, one and two, the count remains. Dallas, ready to pitch his 30th pitch with no outs, 
in the bottom of the second inning. Rears back and throws, and it's also fouled off. The good hitting teams will foul off a lot of pitches, draw a lot of walks, and put you under pressure. Sox have done that a lot to other teams this year, but their pitching staff is having it happen to them really for the first time all year. The Twins couldn't do this to them, even though they're up towards the top as well in offense. Sox were able to control them. A couple more pitches fouled off. Still one and two. Pujols hanging in there and making a long at bat out of this one. Keuchel checks the runner at second. And another one is fouled off down the third baseline deep. Just before the pole. Pujols stare at it for a little bit. Keuchel resets. And now this one's in the fair territory over the head of Garcia. The runners though held. Throw comes over to second base. They're going to get the runner at second. Mandrigal tries to quickly go to third. Bang, bang, play, and Upton safe under the tag at third. So it just gets over Garcia's head, but Jimenez is charging. The runners misjudge it and don't get a good jump. Jimenez makes the quick throw to Mandrigal for the force out at second base, who tries then to immediately go to third. Mancada takes a very well-thrown ball from Mandrigal. A bang, bang tag. Umpire's going to say Upton gets in there. So it's first and third. The fielder's choice at second base. There's one out in the bottom of the second inning. And Max Stasi, I believe that's how you say his name. I'll look it up later. Max Stasi steps in. The catcher hitting 167. Takes a ball and then takes a curveball low at the knees for a strike. One and one the count. Fouls this one now right over the top of the dugout down the first base line. One and two. Keuchel trying to prevent that run on third from getting across. A low two-seamer misses, two and two the count. The top of the order in Simmons. A weight on deck. Next offering, swung on and missed and a changeup, tailing in. And at the knees, he swung right over and Keuchel gets a strikeout in a big moment. And now his two outs with runners on first and third. And we'll try to get out of this inning as Simmons, the shortstop, comes up 0 for 1, and Keuchel gets ready for his 40th pitch of the game with two outs in the bottom of the second inning. The pitch gets the strike zone just above the waist. 0 and 1 the count. Nice pitch there. Keuchel sending a lot of fastballs in. Four seamers, two seamers. Trying to move him around. The next pitch. A changeup. This time it is fouled off. Quickly 0 and 2 is the count. The righty Simmons against the lefty Keuchel. The pitch on the way. Outside, he doesn't chase. Through a 77-mile-hour changeup off the plate, Simmons doesn't bite. One and two the count. He swings at this one and pops it straight up towards the first base side of the field. The Brayu calls everybody off. Will make the catch, and the inning is over. So for two straight innings, the Angels threaten. The White Sox turn him away. No score after two. Luis Robert will lead off for the White Sox. Sitting 192. We're going to talk about him in just moments here with Joe Binder of Sox on 35th. In fact, why don't we talk about it now? Let's bring Joe in. Joe is the founder of Sox on 35th. He joins us here on the top of the third inning and is brought to you by Family Waterproofing Solutions. Get some estimates done right now over the phone or with video feed. No need for them to come into the house. They have safe ways to take care of all of your needs. 
family-owned, veteran-owned, female-owned as this one is flying out to right field for the first out. And Joe, we might have to continue this into the bottom half of the third, how quickly that out was made. Nick Mandrigal steps up. I really appreciate you guys, you know, joining with us for the simulated season, doing the box scores after every series. All the stats for the team are up there. Any things of note around the league. There's a post-game wrap as there's a strike right there to Mandrigal taken. He's hitting 125. Before we get to these two rookies, as Mandrigal pops this one straight up, and let's see if we can get to a question before the inning's over. What is your impression of the simulation? Larry Garcia is going to come up here. What is your impression of the simulation so far? How close is this start? 16 and 10 at this point, and a really good offensive output. And what's going on with the pitching staff? How does it compare to what you thought was going to happen to the White Sox to kick off the year? Well, I think this past weekend it was. We had a stretch where Edwin Encarnacion had about four home runs in a row. It was like four home runs in four days. So, I mean, we're seeing the pop that the White Sox expected when they signed him. And then just looking at the bullpen, we had a feeling that this would be a bolstered bullpen. We extended Aaron Bomber this offseason. The White Sox got Steve Ciszek from the north side as a free agent. And we've seen the bullpen constantly day in and day out just grinding. And a lot of the time they've been able to hold the opponents uh, just limited runs throughout the game. So I think the main story has been the offense. We've seen a lot of home runs, and we've seen the bullpen lock it down late for the White Sox. As Garcia lifts this one down the line near the pole, it will be caught by Upton, who got all the way over there. One, two, three, go the White Sox. So, Joe, hang out with me for a second as we go into the bottom of the third with no score. I want to talk a little bit about these rookies. You are listening to a White Sox simulated season from Sox in the Basement. Found everywhere podcasts can be found and always at SoxInTheBasement.com. Our family waterproofing solutions guest here in the third inning is going to be Joe Binder. We already asked him a question at the top of the inning, but it went quick. And mainly because, Joe, our rookies, we've got two of them in the lineup. Luis Robert and also Nick Madrigal. Now, Madrigal looks sharp defensively. So does Robert. Robert's got speed. He's stealing bases. But the batting averages, not there. Now, let's talk about Robert first. What what do you see with what's going on in the simulation? And does this make sense to you? He was killing it in du single A, double A, triple A. As Fletcher comes up, David Fletcher 0 for 1, and Keuchel delivers a ball to him. But is this slow start expected as far as you can see? As Fletcher flies out to Robert. Go ahead, Joe. There's some players on certain teams throughout the league where they'll come up and they'll record it right away. Um, with Luis Robert, I think we will see that adjustment period just because we've seen it with other White Sox prospects who come up. They kind of struggle a little bit, go through some slumps. And I think Luis Robert will be no different. I mean, he is a freak of nature. I've had a chance to see him play in AAA. Um, just his speed and everything he brings to the table, it's insane to see from a young prospect. But you can't always just expect him to perform right away, and I think we will see him adjust. But um, once he gets through that adjustment period, we'll have one of the best players in all of baseball on this White Sox roster. Mike Trout is 3-0 and now. After one out was recorded quickly here in the bottom of the third inning. The 3-0 pitch on the way from Keuchel catches the inside corner 3-1. So as Trout stands in there, Joe, let's talk a little bit about Nick Mandrigal. Yeah, defensive star. You can see it in, uh, in this simulation. He makes these incredible plays that I don't see anybody else do. This one's grounded sharply to Mankata. Cross over to first base. 5-3 on the putout. Uh, does it make sense what you're seeing from him? Because I'm seeing the defense, but the hitting is not there, and he's striking out a lot, very much like how Yohan Mangata struck out a lot in his first season. It's almost as if the simulation knows he doesn't like to take a lot of strikeouts, but 
he's not going to get a lot of respect as a rookie. Are you surprised by that? What are your thoughts? Yeah, and I remember when Mankata first came up and he was getting those borderline calls. We actually did a blog, and we analyzed all of them, and you could see on the pitch tracker. Now, just granted, the pitch tracker is not always completely accurate, but on a lot of these pitch trackers, the pitch was outside of the zone and borderline calls. So, I mean, you do see that with a lot of youngsters. They don't really get the calls and respects that a guy like Jose Bray might get at the plate where they've been around for a while. So, I mean, it's kind of crazy that the detail extends to the PS4 game. Anthony Rendon swings, sends it up the middle to Madrigal, who we were just talking about. He makes a really nifty play behind the bag, throws it over for the third out. Joe, I appreciate you joining us. We'll talk to you tomorrow here in Anaheim. Joe Binder from Sox on 35th in our simulated game, no score, end of third. Foundation issues not properly handled can be costly. Family Waterproofing Solutions is owned by Ken, a veteran of the United States Marines, and his wife, Maria making them a veteran-owned business and a female-owned business that will diagnose and repair wet or leaky basements. And while they're located on the sock side, Family Waterproofing services the entire Chicagoland area and Northwest Indiana. And now after taking time off to ensure they can do things safely and securely for you, Family Waterproofing is back in business and doing jobs. Plus part of the proceeds for every job that they do are donated to veteran and first responder organizations who support our frontline defenders. And currently, Socks in the Basement listeners have access to special pricing when they contact Family Waterproofing Solutions now, 708-330-4466, or visit them today at FamilyBasementWaterproofing.com. Yasmani Grandal steps up, swings and misses at a strike, 0-1 the count, no score here in the top of the fourth. Rondal's 0 for 1, and Shohei Otani enters this inning with 36 pitches, now at 37. Just heard about Family Waterproofing Solutions. They have socks in the basement deals. Check on those when you contact them. And also remember, a portion of the proceeds go to veterans and first responder organizations. Also want to thank Joe Binder from Socks on 35th for joining us. He'll be with us all weekend long. We have more questions to ask him, so you'll hear from him tomorrow and on Sunday here in Anaheim, and they are doing post-game all the time. So listen to the game and then catch up and get the post-game analysis from Joe as the count is now 1-2 and two on Grandal as he leads off the top of the fourth inning. Otani delivers, sent down the third baseline. There was a shift on, so it might fall. It does. The shift pays off. Second time the Joe Mannon shift has been taken advantage of by White Sox hitters. Everybody was over on one side of the field. He just laid a nice pop-out out into left that would have easily been caught by Upton. But he has to come all the way over from nearly center field to get to that ball, and it falls in. So White Sox hitters taking advantage of the shifting that Madden employs. And we have a runner on first with no outs and a ball outside thrown to Abreu who's 0 for 1 and 1-0 the count. Otani delivers. For Seamer, fouled off, one and one. Next offering, swung on and missed on a four-seam fastball below the knees and out of the zone. And Abreu is in a hole at one and two. Grandal, not a lot of speed. Abreu takes an outside pitch on a four-seam fastball and the count evens at two. The pitch on the way, swung on and missed at a slider way out of the zone. Abreu chased it. He gets sat down, second strikeout for Otani. And there's one out now in the fourth inning. 
Moncada comes up. He had a nice play last half inning. Playing really solid defense. They shifted on him last time up, and he put it right down the third base line. The first pitch is high and inside for a ball, 1-0 the count. There is no shift this time around. Joe Madden's not going to get fooled again. They're playing him straight up. And a low pitch in the dirt rolls away, but Grandal is going to wisely stay on first base. He did not get far away enough. 2-0 the count now to Moncada, batting on the left side of the plate. The righty Otani delivers an outside four-seamer that just misses 3-0 with Aloy Jimenez on deck. He of nine home runs and 21 RBIs. So far, three-quarters of the way through April. Nice start of the season for him. Inside four-seamer catches the plate, 3-1 and one as Moncada was taking. Wasn't a very good pitch to hit anyway. So the 3-1 pitch on the way. And this one he takes a stab at and sends it out deep in the left center field. Trailing back is Trout. He has too much speed and gets to that ball. Running and makes an over-the-shoulder catch near the track. A long flyout for Moncada. And there's two outs now on the top of the fourth inning. And Jimenez is 0 for 1. He's only seen one pitch. And popped it straight back. The pitch from Otani. This one's fouled back out of play on a four-seam fastball high and outside. 0-1 the count. Next offering is a low split finger that misses 1-1. One one. The Rockies, we face them next. They lead Milwaukee right now in Denver by a score of 4-3 in the seventh. Outside four-seamer, Jimenez chased. They're going to say that he, he held up. He got a gracious call there by the umpire. It looked like he went around. 2-1 the count. He swings at this one, though, and misses on an outside slider, and the count is even. Jimenez normally looks very confident, but he shook his head after that pitch as if to say, I'm a little confused right now by Shohei. This one's fouled off an inside four-seamer. Out of play down the first base line. Two and two, the count remains. Two outs, top of the fourth. Grandal on first. He swings and misses at a slider out of the zone and high. Jimenez was fooled. He reached much like Abreu. Another K for Otani. No score going to the bottom of the fourth inning here in Anaheim. Both pitchers so far have only given up two hits. Although I will say right now, Shohei Otani looks a lot sharper than Dallas Keuchel. Keuchel's been out there doing yeoman's work. And Otani's a shining star early on. Keuchel has 52 pitches so far entering the bottom of the fourth. And the lefty delivers... The Tommy LaStella, and this one's fouled off down the third base line. Owen won the count. He needs to have an efficient inning to get back on track. Hopefully he'll be able to pull that together here in the fourth inning. This could be pivotal to see how he does now and how it affects him throughout the rest of the game and how far he can go. It's a dangerous lineup. He had a pretty good inning in the third. It moved relatively quickly. He needs to have another one of those, though, right now. Low and outside pitch laid off, one and two the count. Listella's 0 for 1. Keiko with his glorious beard goes into the wind and the pitch on the way. Low inside, two seamer, 2 and 2. The count goes even. Outside slider. Count is full with Upton and his 391 average and 16 game hitting streak standing on deck. It'd be nice to get Listella here before you get to Upton. Chops one down the third baseline. Fair ball. As Moncada was shifted over a little bit towards short. Now it's going to roll deep into the corner. And Jimenez misplays the ball. 
He misplays the ball, so there'll be no play at second base. An easy stand-up double for Lestella. Tried to pick it up, and it's like he missed it, so it rolls behind him. I don't think there's going to be an error on that, but it was sloppy defense by Eloy Jimenez. He's done very well with assists from the outfield where he's throwing guys out, but has had some issues at times with bouncing balls. The reaction time's a little off. The 1-0 pitch now coming to Upton as he lays off the first offering from Keuchel with a runner on second base in La Stella. Keuchel checks him and delivers the Grandal. Ground to the second base. Mandrigal can't get to it. It's going to get through. That's going to bring in the runner. Lestella scores from second on a base hit into right center field that gets just underneath Madrigal's glove. He made quite an effort running for it. Just could not get there. The Angels lead 1-0. So Brian Goodman's up. The Angels have the lead 1-0. Here in the bottom of the fourth, there's no outs. Two hits in a row off of Keuchel. There's a runner standing on first base. And Goodwin is one for one with a single in the second inning. He's hitting 247, but with seven home runs and 15 RBIs. Batting in the seventh spot tonight. Normally bats towards the bottom of the order. One of the big differences between us and the Angels, there's no holes at the bottom of the order like we have. Most of our work is being done by about six guys in our lineup. Seven, eight, and nine are... Well, it's, it's anybody's guess, night in, night out. Sometimes we're able to get the right combination, sometimes we can't. That one misses, the count is one and two. After Keiko got two quick strikes on Goodwin. He now gets him to strike out on a two-seamer over his bat, swinging in the zone. A wicked pitch for his second strikeout of the game and first out of the inning. Dallas has to attack. It's gut check time now. You've given up a run and two hits here in this inning. You know this is a dangerous offense. You know you've been laboring. Tries to go in on Pujols, misses the inside corner. 1-0 the count. It's final in Atlanta now. A late game. Took a while, but the Mets win 3-2. As Keiko misses the outside corner, 2-0 the count. Pujols has come home and touched the plate seven times in his last nine games. Keiko checks the runner at first base. Throws it right down the middle, taken for a strike on a 77-mile-an-hour changeup. 2-1 the count. The next pitch on the way. Foul back off of the chest protective equipment of Yasmani Grandal. 2-2 two two the count is even. Next offering looked like strike three. Keiko looks in. He really thought he caught the strike zone. It was down the middle. They're saying it's too high. Looked good to me. 3-2 to count is full with one out here in the bottom of the fourth inning. With a runner on first base. And the pitch. Chop the second base. Mandrigal's going to flip the short. Garcia drops the ball at second base. Now there's confusion as to whether or not he's out of second. They're going to say he dropped it on the exchange. So now the runner will leave second. After trying to say, wait, am I safe? Umpire indicates, no, you're out. So he can't get the exchange. Fielder's choice is second. There's two outs. And this one is grounded immediately to Moncada. He'll flip over to second base for the force out. And the inning's over. So it took one extra pitch after Leary dropped that one at second. Didn't change any other results. End of four, one nothing, Angels. 
What's funny in the MLB The Show simulation that we're doing here with Sacks in the Basement, we've been doing it every game since the beginning of the season, since opening day. We've really enjoyed doing it. We enjoy the response, and I thank everybody that tweets and emails and instant messages and direct messages and hits us up with Facebook comments for all the kind words. I, I know we've become part of some people's day, and they keep us on the background while we're doing things for a little sense of normalcy, and it's been a fun season so far. And as I've said before, if for some reason baseball comes back and it's looking bleaker and bleaker and we'll talk to our guest earlier today Joe Binder about that at some point this weekend and what's really going on in the real world if it does come back we'll sim to the end we're not going to leave you hanging but right now this is what we got is Edwin Encarnacion hitting 265 steps in to lead off the top of the fifth and sends one deep into right field tailing back towards the wall it will stay in the ballpark and be caught for the first out of the inning Otani came into this inning with 56 pitches. Pretty efficient as Nomar Mazara comes up. 0 for 1 with a ground out back to the pitcher in the second inning. They turn into a double play. And the first offering to him is ripped deep down the first baseline, but foul. 0 and 1 the count. Otani delivers. Inside slider taken for a ball. 1 and 1 the count. But the funny thing about this simulation I was going to start off the inning talking about is that when you're in Los Angeles, it's like they play surfer music or something like that as they go to break. And the people in the stands are doing this weird psychedelic dance. At first, I thought it was just a mistake or I was like misperceiving it. But no, they've made Southern California like a doper's paradise. Like it's the 60s. It's crazy. Meanwhile, Nomar Mazara strikes out looking at a perfectly good pitch. He's in danger of being benched and becoming a backup really, really quickly. As Luis Robert is 0 for 1, and the rookie steps in with two outs in the top of the fifth inning. High fastball, he lays off at 1-0 the count. Waiting for Robert to figure it out. He's hitting 189. He flew out in the third inning, and he's 1-0 right now against Otani. Low inside fastball taken for a strike, 1-1. One one. The Rangers beat Seattle 6-4. They try to pull themselves out of a big slide that has them at the bottom of the AL West. We took three out of four from them just last weekend. One and two the count. As Robert takes one at the knees for a strike, the next pitch on the way just misses. A four-seamer high and outside, two and two. Otani is talking back and actually raises his hand to be like, that's too high at this level. So... You know, baseball's a universal language. He has a translator all the time with him, but he knows how to point out to the umpire, I don't like your strike zone. The next pitch on the way, swung on and chopped foul down the first baseline. It really would have been ball three. Robert protecting, though, goes at anything close, which is wise. Count remains even at two. Otani into the delivery and misses high on a four-seamer. Three and two, the count goes full with Mandrigal on deck. The pitch. Lifted out, down the line, third base. Hopefully will hook foul. It will get caught over the wall. Oh, Upton goes over the wall and falls into the stands to get a foul ball. He fought off his own fans and got it. Poor Luis Robert can't buy a break in April. We go to the bottom of the fifth. The White Sox lead one to nothing, and Andrelton Simmons leads off this inning like he led off the game. He's 0 for 2. 71 pitches so far for Dallas Keuchel, who trails 1-0 in this game. Throws an inside two-seamer, 0-1 the count. 
Cincinnati beat Arizona today 6-1 to one in Cincy. Outside two seamer misses, one and one the count. Next offering on the way. Charged out into center field. Big dive by Robert. He cannot come up with it. Hit the glove and came out. Really good effort as he's coming in and trailing towards left field. Makes a diving play coming in. Goes off the glove. Knocks it down in front of him and holds him to a single. So Luis Robert tries to come up with it and cannot. And it's a base hit to lead off the bottom of the fifth. So a runner on first with speed. And David Fletcher comes up 0 for 2 with two flyouts in this game. Played very well last night. Keuchel delivers the first pitch to him. High four seamer misses 1-0 the count. He's 0 for 7 lifetime with four strikeouts against Dallas Keuchel. Changeup hits the outside corner 1-1. One one. Next offering misses high on a two-seamer 2-1 two the count. Simmons with a moderate lead. The pitch on the way. He's running but it's fouled off. On a changeup, low and inside, two and two the count. Simmons has to go back to first base. So the runner was going against a left-handed pitcher. Next pitch, sent out in the center field. Robert's going to come in and catch it. Simmons will retreat back to first base. There's one out. And now you know that he's thinking about going. As Mike Trout is one for two with a single in the first inning. And Keuchel looks in at one of the best. Continues to look over at Simmons, now delivers. An inside two-seam fastball, 1-0 the count. 16 for 48. That's Trout against Keiko lifetime. They've seen each other a lot. Down the first baseline, fouling out of play, 1-1 the count. Next offering, fouled off down the third baseline, 1-2. Keiko keeps checking the runner. Simmons has attempted already once to steal second. Couldn't get there because of a foul ball, a slider inside. Rushes Trout off the plate. Two and two the count. Throw over to first. Simmons is back. Count remains even at two and two. Next pitch on the way. Outside corner, he caught it on the two-seam fastball and strikes out Mike Trout looking for his third strikeout of the game. And there's two outs now in the fifth inning. And Anthony Rendon comes up to the plate. Righty hitter versus lefty pitcher with two outs and a runner on first. And Keuchel delivers. Hits the inside corner on a changeup. 0-1 the count. Rendon, one of the stars in this game, signed a big deal in the offseason with the Angels. Lifts this one out in the center field. Roberts underneath it. He got a lot of work this inning. He puts that one away. The score remains 1-0 through 5. Nick Madrigal is going to lead off the top of the sixth inning as the White Sox trail one to nothing, and Shohei Otani throws his 69th pitch of the game here to kick off the sixth inning. He has been extremely effective. Madrigal's 0 for 1. He was 0 for 3 last night with a walk, trying to figure out major league hitting. As these major league pitchers have figured out that if they move things around and they go close to the strike zone, they can get him to take a strike three. He also likes to chase. Tries to make a lot of contact. And it has been to his detriment here early on. A low four-seamer, thigh level. One and two, the count is quickly. Baltimore wins at home against Toronto, two to one. 
Notani delivers to Mandrigal and throws one outside on a slider. Mandrigal does not chase. Mads hangs in there. Two and two. The pitch on the way. Fouled off down the first baseline. It's going to stay in play as Pujols puts it away in foul territory. One out. And Leary Garcia comes around for the third time. He led off today for the White Sox in place of Timmy Anderson. He's 0 for 2 and he takes a strike on the outside corner. Top of the sixth. one nothing Angels. One out. The pitch on the way. Fouled off. 0-2 quickly. At this point in the game, a starter wants innings to go quickly. White Sox can't oblige. They have to make Otani work to try to chase Otani. And hopefully, score a couple of runs. He strikes out Garcia looking. Two outs. Fifth strikeout of the game for Otani. I'm going to say it now. Because it hasn't happened yet, the White Sox have yet to be shut out in a game all season long. But they are struggling at the plate tonight. Now, if you're an Angels fan, you're like, why are we only scoring one run here? They've been a powerful offense as well, so this is not what's to be expected with these two very good offenses tonight. Both pitchers doing an excellent job. Sox just on the losing end right now with two outs on the top of the sixth inning, and Grandal is 1-0 against Otani. Next pitch misses outside in a four-seamer, 2-0 the count. Abreu's on deck. Mancada behind him. Pitch number 80 for Otani. He winds and delivers. Swung on and missed on a split finger, tailing away. 2-1 the count. The next offering. Sent down the first baseline, curving just foul before the pole. A line drive aimed right at the right field foul pole. Now another one. Aimed right at the left field foul pole. Two and two, the count remains. The 2-2 pitch. Sent out to the left center field gap. It's hanging up there, but it's going to come down right before the wall. Upton puts it away. The sacks go down one, two, three. In the top of the sixth inning, the wind no longer blowing in. Now going straight across, left to right, as we go into the bottom of the sixth inning. Tommy LaStella is one for two. Dallas Keuchel has 86 pitches. We're in the bottom of the sixth with the White Sox trailing the Angels one to nothing. They lost the first game of this series 12 to four last night. Double barrel action going on for the White Sox to start this inning. As a two-seam fastball right up in his face is taken by LaStella. One and zero pitch on the way now. Hits the outside corner on a two-seamer one and one. Evan Marshall and Jace Fry warming up out there. They've been going since when the White Sox were in the middle of their turn at bat. And they will act as backup for Keuchel this inning. That one hits the outside corner, one and two. Pitch number 90 from the starter for the White Sox. Just misses outside on a slider, two and two the count. He's got Lestella and then he's got Upton sitting right behind him. Cracks this one down the first baseline, tailing off foul into the stands. Count is even, two and two, the pitch on the way. That one was close. Keiko wanted it. Grandal wanted it, but it's inside just a hair. Count goes full to Lestella. Grandal sits up on the outside portion of the plate. It goes right there, and they got what they wanted. He pops it up to Grandal just down the third baseline for the first out of the sixth inning. And Justin Upton, who now has a 17-game hitting streak, after getting a single his last time up, is one for one with a walk. 
and an RBI as well. The pitch from Keuchel hits the strike zone at the knees. 0-1 the count. Four Seamer misses on the outside corner, 1-1. One one. Keuchel tries to come inside and misses on a cut fastball. We haven't seen a lot of those in this game today from him. 2-1 the count. Now he's low and inside on a two-seamer, and it's a hitter's count at 3-1 with Goodwin on deck. Keuchel has tried to pitch around Upton, and I understand he's almost hitting 400, and he's on this big hit streak. He's red hot. But he offers at a two-seamer out of the zone, trying to get it. Swings and misses, and the count is full now at 3-2. And, and it'll be interesting to see, do they try to pitch him off the strike zone and hope that he reaches, or do they go right after him here with the 3-2 count? He goes after him. It's down the first baseline, and it's a fair ball into the corner. Coming across Mazzaro, there's going to be a throw into second base. It will not get there in time, and Upton has a double. Upton with a nice hit. He's in the second base. He may be the hottest hitter in the major leagues, and we saw Josh Donaldson a few weeks ago when he was the hottest hitter in the major leagues. We keep running into these guys. One out. Upton's on second. Goodwin is 1-0 after taking one high. Keuchel just threw his 100th pitch. The relievers are ready. Renteria is going to give him at least this batter. He just misses on the outside corner on a 79-mile-an-hour changeup. 2-0 the count. Keuchel checks Upton quickly, goes to the plate. Popped up down the first baseline. It goes foul. Out of play. Thought Abreu had a play on that one. Next one's foul back, 2-2. Two and two. So Keuchel was 2-0, and oh, gets it back to 2-2 two and two even. Upton staying at second base for now. The pitch on the way. Just misses the inside corner on a two-seamer at the waist. 3-2 and two the count with Pujols on deck. And I think Dallas Keuchel needs to get this hitter if he's going to remain in the ballgame. And he's going to be disappointed if he comes out for the second straight start before getting through six innings. He was aggravated last time he was pulled from a game. The pitch misses and walks him. And Renteria is coming out of the dugout to come talk. To Dallas Keuchel, we may have a pitching change. Let's see what they do. And Renteria is going to call for the righty, Evan Marshall, and relieve Dallas Keuchel of this game. So Dallas flips the ball to his manager, walks off with his head down. You know, he only gave up one run over five and a third. I know he takes a lot of pride in trying to get those quality starts and doesn't believe that a guy that's up at the top of the order should be pitching so little in terms of innings, but that's all he could do today. Evan Marshall comes in for his 10th appearance. He's 1-0, 12 and a third innings, 2.19 ERA, seven strikeouts of three walks. Righties like Pools are hitting 143 against him. He came in last night in the ninth inning when the game was out of reach and got some work. He's back right away again. He had good success against the Angels in that ninth inning. And he's right back out there again today to try to finish off the sixth inning. That one's fouled off by Pujols down the third baseline. 0-1 the pitch. Swung on and missed on a changeup tailing away. Quickly, Marshall's got Pujols. 0-2. Alberts got to take a moment and look. Marshall looks in for the pitch. And delivers, swung on and missed three pitches, and he takes down Pujols. And Evan Marshall comes in from the bullpen, ready to go. And Stassi comes in. He's the only hitter on this team that is not hitting over 200. He's 0 for 2. 
sitting behind the plate today for Atani. Swings and misses at a fastball down the middle he can't catch up to. 0-1 quickly to Marshall with two outs in the bottom of the sixth inning. As the White Sox try to escape a situation with Upton on second base. And we've got a runner on first as well, the pitch. Sent out in the right field. Underneath it is Mazzara. He will put it away. And Evan Marshall comes in and takes care of business to help out his teammate Dallas Keuchel. After six, Sox only trail one to nothing. And Jose Abreu comes up. Otani remains in the game. 83 pitches as he starts off the top of the seventh. That's about where Keiko was when he started off his inning. The bullpen is going for the Angels as well. Joe Madden has a couple of guys out there warming up. 1-0 quickly to Abreu as he misses. Next pitch on the way. Outside misses as well. And Abreu, who's 0-2, is 2-0 in this count to lead off the seventh inning. It'll be Abreu, Mancada, Jimenez, and then Carnacion behind those three that are scheduled to hit. Slider swung on and chopped foul, 2-1. and one. This could be a decisive inning for the White Sox with yet to score a run in this game. They've got a good group coming up as Abreu checks up on an inside pitch taken for a strike. Look back at the umpire like he didn't think that was a strike, but it was clearly in the zone. 2-2 two and two the count, the pitch. Swung on and missed on a four-seamer out of the zone. Abreu chases. Second time he struck out on a pitch out of the zone. Otani's had his number all night tonight. Mancada comes in one for two. They had a shift on for him the first time he was up, and he beat that shift. The shift is on again, but he hits it dead away to center field, and Trout just takes a couple of steps over. He'll get underneath it and make the catch. So one pitch, one out for Mancada, who is over-anxious there. He flies out, and there's two outs quickly in the seventh as the White Sox are going down easy in an inning where they have their biggest hitters coming up to the plate. And Jimenez, who's 0 for 2 with a strikeout and a pop-out, 1 for 6 in the series thus far, came in rather hot, but the Angels pitchers have been all over him. The Twins beat the Red Sox in Minnesota. That's a final, 4 to 1 as they continue to be one of the best teams in baseball. White Sox trailing them in second place right now by three games coming in to tonight's action. A strike called on the first pitch, 0-1. Next one's high and outside, 1-1 the count. Otani just threw that one 96 miles an hour, even though it was outside of the zone. That was his 91st pitch of the game. He's still bringing it. Breu stands in, the pitch on the way. Swung on and missed on a four-seamer, also 97 miles an hour, just got by his bat. He just blew it by him there. One and two the count. The pitch. Outside taken. Two and two the count goes even. Next pitch, batted out into deep left field. Trailing back is Upton to the wall, and he will catch it off the wall. It's as if there's a magnetic field keeping the ball in the ballpark tonight. The White Sox continue to trail 1-0 going to the bottom of the seventh. Steve Ciszek will come into the game as the Sox trail by one. Ten games so far this season. He's 1-0 over 12 and a third innings. 15 strikeouts to five walks. Righties and lefties each hitting 143 against him. Doesn't matter what the split is. He treats you all equally. He comes right after you. 
As he throws a sinker just outside to Simmons. 1-0 the count. Now, we have noticed throughout the entire season, he comes in, and generally that first batter, he falls behind them. And then he figures out the strike zone and starts burning people down. We'll see what he does here. It's a low fastball below the knees, but chopped at by Simmons, and he fouls it off 1-1. One one. Ciszek, once he finds that zone, has been deadly so far. Inside slider, fouled off 1-2. and two. He's got that sidearm delivery. It doesn't matter if there's the base is loaded, one guy on, or nobody. It's a direct one-step sidearm throw with the glove set in a position right at his waist when he begins to throw. Sent out into right center field. Robert tails over, will get underneath it and make the catch, and there's one out. Fletcher, Davis his first name, 0 for 3. Line out in the fifth, had a good game last night. But Keiko kept him down so far. And Ciszek would like to continue doing that. First offering, tails outside on a slider for a ball, 1-0 the count. The next pitch on the way. Hits the inside corner for a strike, 1-1. One one. Grandal sets up inside. This one comes inside and is fouled off. Another slider in on the hands, 1-2 the count. Nothing down the middle yet from the White Sox reliever. He is painting the corners. He does that there. It's fouled off on a four-seamer up and in, but still in the zone. One and two, the count remains to Fletcher. Next one is popped up down the first baseline. It will stay in play, and Abreu will make the catch near the dugout. Two outs. Mike Trout's up. He's one for three with a single in the first inning. So far for the series, he's one for seven. He's made some really good defensive plays, though. A couple in this game that have kept the White Sox off the base paths. A slider low and outside, taken for a strike. 0-1 the count. A lot of movement on Ciszek's pitch. Inside sinker misses 1-1. One one. Rendon awaits on deck, but there's two outs here in the bottom of the seventh. He delivers. Inside at the waist misses 2-1. The next offering on the way. Inside corner, a slider, two and two the count. Scheduled in the eighth inning for the White Sox. The lead off the top of the eighth inning will be Encarnacion, followed by Nomar Mazar and Luis Robert. A low slider hits the dirt, three and two the count. So Trout's got a full count. Ciszek, 14 pitches so far in this inning. He's already got two outs, bottom to seventh, nobody on. Sox trailing one to nothing. White Sox simulated baseball brought to you by Sox in the basement and Cork and Carey at the park. This one's foul back. Remember, Cork and Carey at the park's at 33rd in Princeton. And even though you can't go in the building right now, you can have the food delivered to you through Grubhub or go direct to CorkandCarryAtThePark.com. High outside pitch taken on the corner. Close call, but goes for ball four. Ciszek walked in close to the umpire to get that ball back. I think that's the way the pitchers signify that they're not happy with the call. So with two outs, he gives the rare free pass, only his sixth so far of the season. And Anthony Rendon comes up 0 for 2. He had a two-run home run last night. Trout's going to go on the first pitch. He's going to get into second base under the tag. And he steals second. So now there's a runner in scoring position as the Angels 
trying to make something happen and get a insurance run. Ciszek has a strike on Rendon, though. The 0-1 pitch on the way. High and outside, 1-1. One one. He didn't really check Trout. Trout was smart, he went. He realized that the pitcher was focusing on the batter. This one's low and outside now, 2-1. and one. So he got the strike, but after the stolen base, he's missed the strike zone badly and needs to take a moment and get a breath. Trout with a good lead at second base. Quick look back to him. And the pitch. High and inside, 3-1. and one. Lestella's on deck. Ciszek trying to get this at bat under control. Misses and walks him. So now, after getting the first two guys out, two are on here in the bottom of the seventh inning. And they're going to come out to talk with Ciszek. And I think what they're going to do here after talking to him, there's the indication. Cooper's going to make the call. I think Renteria sent him out to talk to him real quick, and now they're going to call for Aaron Bummer to come out. Ciszek's going to leave the game. He gets the first two outs of this inning. Then puts two on, and with Lestella coming up, Bummer comes in for his 11th appearance over 12 and a third innings, a 0.73 earned run average. And it'll be lefty against lefty, so it matches up well for the White Sox. For Lestella, who's one for three, the pitch on the way. And it's a strike at the knees, 0-1 the count. So the Sox playing the matchup here in a pivotal moment. In the bottom of the seventh inning, down only by a run. In a 1-0 ball game, bringing Bummer. And the next pitch is fouled off, 0-2. The next pitch on the way. Swung on and missed on a slider, tailing away. Three pitches all it took him. Aaron Bummer comes in and cleans up the mess for his bullpen mate. Through seven, 1-0 Angels. Shohei Otani has a two-hitter going. And even though he has 94 pitches, he will kick off the eighth inning against Edwin Encarnacion. And he fouls that one straight back. Owen won the count quickly. Otani is pitching a masterful game. Likely his best so far of the season as he came in with an ERA over five. But we know he has the talent. And he delivers this one. Outside for Seymour, one and one the count. Announced attendance tonight in Anaheim, 41,994. Yeah, it's a sellout. And the Angels lead one to nothing against the White Sox. Biggest crowd, I think, that the White Sox have seen all year. Ripped down the third baseline, just foul. That could have been extra bases. One and two the count. Otani, pitch number 98. Swung on and missed on a slider. He pumps his fist and bangs on the mound with his right hand. His seventh strikeout, and Otani is pumped. As the White Sox quickly have one out in the eighth inning. And Mazzara comes to the plate with one out in the top of the eighth inning, 0 for 2. He takes an outside four-seamer for a strike, 0 and 1 the count. He struck out and he grounded out and he's 0 for 5 in a series. The pitch on the way. Lifted out in the center field. It is going to drop right into Mike Trout's glove in shallow center as he waits patiently for it. A weak fly out, two outs in the top of the eighth inning. And Luis Robert will come up with two outs in the eighth. He's 0 for 2 with two flyouts. And I think he's basically been up with two outs every time he's been up. 
Maybe he had one instance when he wasn't. I think he had one out in his first at bat when he came up. And, and then the last few times, he, there's been two outs already when he gets up there. And Otani just pours it in for pitch number 101, a strike. Down the middle, taken, 0-1 the count. Low for Seamer, 1-1. One one. Big game for the Japanese import, Shohei Otani. As he's held the White Sox scoreless. And this is the first time all season that they have not scored a run. Swung on and missed on a slider tailing away. One and two the count. The fans get up for Otani. He's sitting on 103 pitches and has a 1-0 shutout going for him right now. The pitch. Chopped down the third baseline. Slow roller. Robert digging to first. Almost gets there. He's just thrown out by a hair by Rendon, who makes a great play, almost running into his pitcher. Midway through the eighth, Angels continue to lead one to nothing. Aaron Bummer will remain on the mound for the bottom of the eighth inning and will face Justin Upton, who's two for two with a double, a single, and an RBI. And the pitch from Bummer, low sinker, misses one to know the count. For the top of the eighth, scheduled are Madrigal Garcia, and Grandal, but depending on the matchups and looking at how things have been going all day long, you might see some things moved around by Ricky Renteria. He has options. A sinker outside misses one and two the count. It'll be interesting to see if Otani goes for the complete game shutout of the White Sox. He's over 100 pitches, but looks very effective as Bummer delivers one outside, misses two and two to Upton. The pitch on the way. Sent out in the right field. It'll get down fair and roll into the corner. And I'm going to tell you something right now. Ricky Renteria has been burned on the shift all game long by Upton. He keeps shifting towards left, and Upton keeps putting it in the right. He's got another double down the line. Opposite field. And I will say this right now. That is not controlled by moi. That is a, that is a team decision. And a frustrating one at that. One for two is Goodwin. With a single in the second. With no outs in the bottom of the eighth, there's a runner on second base. His job is going to be to try to move the base runner over. I expect him to try to bunt. He does not. Instead, he takes a sinker low for a ball with the bat on his shoulders. Would have thought, with lefty against lefty, it would be wise for them to lay down the bunt and advance the runner. Instead, he's standing in there with the bat up and looking to hit. One and one as he takes that one. The pitch from Bummer hits the strike zone again, one and two. I think Bummer was confused. That first pitch he threw was way out of the zone, hoping that he would have to reach for it on a bunt. Then he realized he's swinging. He goes right after him, gets two straight strikes, and now tries to strike him out on one in the inside corner that just misses. Two and two the count. Bummer, looking back at Upton, now looks in. The pitch. Sent out to center field on a ground ball. Robert's going to come up throwing. Ball's coming in. Upton coming in. He will score on a play at the plate. The Angels extend their lead to 2-0 here in the bottom of the eighth inning on a big hit off of Aaron Bummer. So Bummer, who normally is automatic out there, gives up two hits to start off the eighth inning. The runner now going down the second base is the throw. Bang, bang, play, and he's out. Nice throw out by Grandal to get the runner for the first out of the inning and clear the base paths. 
to the Angels. Go for the stolen base. Mandrigal gets a good tag down and a good throw. And uh, I think that you can give half of that to Grandal on the good throw and half of that on Mandrigal, who had the glove in the perfect spot for the swipe tag. Pujols, meanwhile, 0-1 the count, takes one outside. 1-1 one one the count is even. So the Angels now lead by 2, 2-0, two with one out in the bottom of the eighth inning. They did get an insurance run. Now it's up to Bummer to finish off this inning and give his hitters a chance to still come back in this game in the top of the ninth. Outside pitch misses 2-1. and one. You know, coming out of yesterday's game, I kept thinking to myself, all right, two teams that hit a lot. White Sox with double-digit victories. The last two games they had against the Royals before they come out here still put up four runs yesterday, but lost 12-4 because the Angels have a really good offense too. But the pitchers and the defense doing it for both teams overall. It's just been that the Angels have found a way to get two runs together. Swung on and missed there, and that's a strikeout for Bummer. He's feeling it now. Stasi comes up 0 for 3. He's not a very good hitter. He's back there just to catch Otani. He's his catcher of choice. This one's fouled off on a cut fastball down the middle. 0 and 1 the count. Bummer delivers. Cap foul again, 0 and 2. Swung on and missed on an inside cut fastball. He goes right after him. Strikes him out. Bummer comes off the mound. Frustrated he gave up the run, but happy that we're out of the inning. Going to the top of the ninth, the White Sox need two. James McCann will come to the plate to lead off the top of the ninth inning for the White Sox. He'll hit for Madrigal. As the rookie has had some real trouble at the plate. Ricky Renteria wants to see if he's got a chance to get back into this game. McCann sitting 294. And the pitch on the way. Inside slider taken from Otani, who's going to try to finish this game out. He's got one home run. That's his only RBI. But he's gotten some good hits, put good wood on the ball. He's got several doubles. He hits the gaps a lot. And he puts this one out to the right center field gap. And it's a big diving play. They are not going to give us anything tonight. I thought that was a double. McCann thought it was a double. He did exactly what he was supposed to do. Came up and hit a rocket on a line drive. And Goodwin comes over from right and dives out there and makes a great play. And there's one out here on the top of the ninth inning. And, folks, this might not be our night at the plate. Larry Garcia stands in. He's 0 for 3 against Otani, who's sitting on pitch number 106. Still looks good out there. Four seamer down the middle take and 0 and 1 the count. Grandal's on deck. Anderson really not available tonight. They're giving him the night off. Angle's really only going to come in if you think you have a, a lefty pitcher coming in. Low outside four seam fastball misses 0 and 2, and Garcia's better than anybody else that's down there on the bench. The 0-2 pitch on the way. Hits Garcia, and Leary Garcia takes his base. Any way you can get on, get on. As Garcia gets plunked and will go down to first base. He was 0-2, and, and Otani hits him. And that could be the break the White Sox are looking for. And Joe Madden is going to come out and get his pitcher. Come on, Joe. You're not going to give this guy a chance to finish the game because he hit somebody? Oh, that's brutal. Leave him in. It's the first mistake he's made the entire night. Maybe he'll make another one. 
Otani comes off to a huge standing ovation with a sold-out crowd here on a Friday night in SoCal. And Hansel Robles, 12 games under his belt, is 11 for 11 in save opportunities and 11 and two-thirds innings pitched. He's got an ERA of 0.77. Righty's hitting 133 against him. Lefty's hitting 192. Grandal elects to hit left-handed with one out in the top of the ninth. The right-handed pitching of Robles gets ready to face Grandal in the left-handed batter's box, and a changeup hits the outside corner for a strike. 0-1 the count. Garcia with a good lead at first to pitch. Swung on and sent out deep into right field. This one's back towards the wall. Grandal ties the game with a two-run home run in the ninth inning. Yes, Monty Grandal just tied this game with a two-run bomb. 431 feet to right field. And a shocked and stunned Angels crowd watches him round the bases, and this game is tied to all. Joe Madden watched that go out with his hands on his head, they showed him. The right fielder doesn't even move. Grandal buries this ball way back in right field. Started his trot. He just dropped the bat smoothly and puts this one way out there. A beautiful home run. And the game is tied at two with one out in the top of the ninth inning. And Joe Madden did us a favor as that one swung on a miss by Abreu. He has Shohei Otani doing everything right. And Otani lets one get away, and he hits Garcia on his butt, sends him down the first, and he goes out and gets his closer. And Grandal takes him deep right away, the first batter he faces. As this one's fouled off, 0-2 the count, we have a brand new ball game. Palomes warming up in the bullpen. Abreu at the plate. One out in the top of the ninth, and the score knotted up at two here in Anaheim. Low outside slider misses one and two the count. The Angels' bullpen now has action going in it. It's like getting beat up the entire fight, and then you land a big punch and knock them to their knees, and they don't know what to do. This one's grounded the short. Simmons over to first. The six to three put out, and there's two outs in the ninth inning. They're stunned right now. And the Sox needed that as Juan Moncada comes up one for three. He had a single in the second inning. He is batting lefty as well against Robles. The pitch. Lifted out in the right center field, tailing back towards the wall. Moncada might got this one out as well. It's gone! Moncada hits his fourth home run of the year, 369 feet. He's got both hands up, and he is pumping up the White Sox bench. Big high five at third base as he comes around. The White Sox lead this game 3-2 to two in the ninth inning. After having only two hits all game, the White Sox have scored three runs on two home runs. The last one coming with two outs here in the top of the ninth inning and have shocked the Angels. Yoan Moncada puts this one out into right center field. It just clears the line that's over the wall. They chase the closer for his first blown save in 12 attempts. And Noah Ramirez comes in for his 10th appearance for the Angels. Seven and a third's innings, and he's got a 7.36 earned run average. And Aloya Menez steps up to the plate with two outs. The third pitcher of the inning for the Angels, who had been cruising all game long. 
An incredible comeback for the White Sox, and they take the lead. And maybe they're not even done yet. Jimenez steps in. He's 1-0 as the first pitch misses from Ramirez. Next offering, a ball, curveball, just misses at the knees. 2-0 the count. Danny Mendick likely to come in and play second base as James McCann pinch hit for Madrigal. Other than that, Colome likely ready in the bullpen. The 3-0 pitch on the way. Swung on and sent over to short, over to first. The inning ends, but the White Sox lead midway through the ninth, 3-2. Alex Colome will come in for his 10th appearance. He's 4-5 for five in save opportunities over 8 innings, a 2.25 earned run average, 9 strikeouts, 7 walks. Lefty's hitting 0-7-1 against him. Righty's hitting 267. Madrigal will take over at second base after McCann pinch hit. I'm sorry about that. Mendick taking over at second base after McCann pinch hit for Madrigal to lead off the eighth. The White Sox getting two home runs, a two-run home run by Yasmani Grandal, and then the solo shot by Mancata. And Simmons will lead off the inning. He takes the first one for a strike and swings and misses at a cut fastball. He's quickly 0-2. There was one out when that two-run home run was hit that tied the game two outs when Mancata hits his own to take the lead. An outside fastball misses one and two. It'll be the number one, number two, and number three hitters, Simmons, Fletcher, and Trout, as they will try to come back now against the White Sox. Changeup foul back. You could hear a pin drop right now here in the stadium. It has been loud all night long, and I feel like I'm talking to myself right now. A low-cut fastball misses two and two. The only cheering is when they get a ball. When they call a ball. Otherwise, they're just silent on every pitch. It's eerie. The 2-2 pitch. Foul back. Will reset. Colome, or Colome if you're nasty, stands in, waits for the sign from Grandal. This one is fouled off down the third baseline into the stands. He continues to try to move the ball around the strike zone. Simmons stands in. Just misses on a cut fastball inside. Close pitch, 3-2. and two. Aaron Bummer came in in the seventh, pitched all the eighth, and now Colome tries to finish it off in the ninth as this one is lifted down the third base line, tailing towards the pole. It will go foul about 20 seats before it would have gotten out. Three and two, the count remains the Simmons. He's one for four, the pitch. Outside pitch misses. He had a really good at bat. 11 pitches to get himself down the first base, and the tying run is on first here in Anaheim. And David Fletcher comes to the plate. Simmons with a lead. Pickoff attempt over at first base. He's not going. David Fletcher's 0 for 4. He stands in ready. He goes to lay down the bunt. It's straight back up to the second base. The only plays over to first. He actually bunted as if he was trying to get a hit. I think Mandrigal might have been able to make the play over to second, to be honest with you, and start to double play. He's not able to do it, though, as Mendick. He gets it on the grass, but it was almost to the dirt. It really, really popped out there quick. If Colome comes off the mound, maybe, possibly, he's able to start the double play as well. It does not happen. Simmons is on second base. There's one out, so a runner in scoring position, and Mike Trout comes to the plate. And a low outside changeup misses 1-0 the count. With first base open, and Rendon up next. 
Palome is trying to work the outside portion of the plate. He catches it there. One and one the count. His trout laid off that one as well, but it was a strike. Swung on and missed on a cut fastball. One and two the count now. The one-two pitch. Fouls it back. You can hear the fans chanting angels. The pitch. Misses outside, two and two. Trout stands in with the count even and a runner on second base. Colome gives him the pitch. It's rifle out in the right field. Mazzaro's going to get it in quickly, and now he overthrows first base. He overthrows the cutoff man. The runner holds it third, though, because Colome is standing back there. That is an error by Mazzaro that advances the runner to second base. Luckily, the tying run does not score. There's still one out here in the bottom of the ninth inning. Rendon to the plate. A cut fastball down the middle for strike one. Second and third, one out. The pitch on the way. Low and inside for a changeup, one and one the count. The White Sox are able to come back in dramatic fashion, but now are in danger of giving this game up here in the bottom of the ninth inning. The pitch. Sent down the first baseline foul. One and two the count to Anthony Rendon. Next offering on the way, high pitch, two and two. The 2-2 pitch from Colome. Chop foul, two and two the count remains. Next offering, sent out into center field. It'll be shallow, it will fall right in front of Robert. One run will score, there's gonna be a play at the plate. The Angels walk it off. The Angels walk it off. An exciting ninth inning for the White Sox and Alex Colome comes in and blows the save. They were all over him from the get-go. And the Angels crowd on top of each other, and that was just awful. Man, oh man, a rough game the entire time. You get to the point where the team comes back in dramatic fashion, and then and then the bullpen gives it up at the end. The closer can't close the game. And uh, he, he only gets one out in the inning. An error by Mazzara advanced Trout to second base. And the White Sox lose it. There's not much else to say. We're going to continue out here in Los Angeles for game three tomorrow night. So White Sox dropped the first two. A terrible, terrible finish for the White Sox. And that's all I got to say about that. We'll be back tomorrow. You can get the post-game wrap-up from uh, Sox on 35th. I hope they write horrible things about Alex Colome. And Nomar Mazzara's inability to do anything right from hitting to fielding. As he sets up getting the winning run to second base where he should have been at first. It was a group effort blowing this thing in the bottom of the ninth inning. Our thanks to our sponsors, Cork and Carry at the Park. 33rd in Princeton is where they're located at, but right now you can get them through Grubhub or CorkandCarryAtThePark.com. Ramirez gets the win for the Angels. He came in to get one out after the White Sox scored three in the top of the ninth inning to take the lead. Colome takes a loss. He's 0-1 after he blows the save. He has one-third of an inning pitched officially with two hits, two earned runs, and a walk. Mancada went two for four with the go-ahead home run. Grandal went two for four with the tying home run and two RBI. And other than that, nobody did anything else. The Sox had a total of four hits, and two of them were home runs in the ninth inning right after Otani left the game. A golden opportunity for the White Sox to steal a game is taken away. They captured defeat from the jaws of victory. And that's the end of this simulated game. We'll see you tomorrow. White Sox simulated baseball can hurt you just like regular baseball, huh? This has been Sox in the Basement. 
Found everywhere podcasts can be found and always at SocksInTheBasement.com. Somebody get me a drink. Socks in the basement. Socks in the basement. Socks in the basement. Socks in the basement. Heard everywhere podcasts can be found and always on SocksInTheBasement.com.